Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dyslexic Season 2, Episode 6. Uh, <laughs> uh, this week, we are trying something new for Theme Park Court. Instead of our regular debate, we will be playing a game of Theme Park Survivor. Yes, just like the TV show that has lasted for a billion seasons and has been on for thousands of years and four billion contestants have gone through. And uh, unless you're a super fan, you don't know anybody. So that's what we're doing. (laughs) That was my shade to Survivor. I'm a big brother stand through and through. Um, (laughs) uh, But uh, this is a brand new debate style here on Theme Park Court (coughs) and uh, where I and my two guests... We'll debate uh, theme park related topics and each round we would we will eliminate one of those topics whether that's an item a land a ride etc one will be eliminated and completely gone from the competition just like it is on survivor um now that we have that all the way let's meet our guest so we have returning with us one of the best i can't read my writing one of the <laughs> best <laughs> one of the best lawyers that's what it says here on theme park court all around spooky girl and fantastic lady of the night mel's that's me i'm here to argue i am a woman this is what we do wow sexist i love absolutely. it absolutely but it's fine it's <laughs> internalized misogyny so it's not a problem oh i have i have uh, internalized homophobia so i love that for perfect us. <laughs> we stand that yes um, and for the very first time on Dyslexic, we have podcaster and all-around spooky guy, Hunter from Green Grinning Host. Hey, guys. Super excited to be here. I'm super Man, excited to have you both on. <laughs> I am so excited to have you both on. Um, I think this is going to be a really fun episode. I think we all have opinions that need to be shared, and our opinions are the ultimately defined opinions um, so if anybody wants to say that we are wrong, I'm sorry, you're not on the podcast, are you? Did I invite you? No, no I didn't. No. So, shush. Mm-hmm. The only opinions that matter. Yeah, two, I mean. Two theme park shit posters and a theme park homosexual. <laughs> I don't know which one I am. <laughs> because you're Okay. Okay. I'm just Hunter kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm I- not the homosexual. Process of elimination, my dude. Oh my gosh. Wow, that makes so much sense. Thank you. You're welcome. I have uh, now found out that I am homosexual. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm so happy to let you know. Well, I'm glad I gave it up for Lint and now it's back, so we're good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I gave up the gay for Lint. Yeah. I had uh, to quit it. You sound um, like every other Catholic. It's funny because I grew up Catholic. (laughs) (laughs) And that's true. Um, (laughs) So let's go ahead and jump right into this. So uh, Islands of Adventure is comprised of seven different islands. Um, We have Port of Entry, Seuss Landing, Lost Continent, The Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Jurassic Park, Toon Lagoon, and Marvel Superhero Island. So... What we're going to do is we're going to kind of split the park into half, um, which doesn't really make sense because it's an odd number, but we're not here for math. We're here for arguing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so we're going to start on uh, the right side of the park. And what we're going to debate is we this first round, we have to get one of these lands just out. They are gone. They're out of the competition. Goodbye. And those lands are Port of Entry, Seuss Landing, Lost Continent, and Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So... Before we, ju- well, no, 
not before we jump in. As we're jumping in, I'm gonna go ahead and say, I'm gonna fight to the death for Lost Continent. Same. And Seuss Landing. Same. And that's just that. You already need to know that because I fully think they're better than Wizard New World. Um, and that that's just my opinion. Oh, boy. I mean, how do you guys feel? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up here. Are we doing opinions or are we doing, like, actual objectivity? Like, as far as... Uh, what I think mentioning objectivity is worth, like, it's worth bringing up. Yes. But I think we're doing opinions. Okay, uh, objectivity is worth, because I, if you can, if you can sway me in this battle to save, uh, save another land, or save another island, then I'll go with you. But if you can't, I'm gonna fight to the death fully based on my opinion of which one I like better. Because <laughs> it's Survivor, and Survivor is shady. And so am I. I. I do not foresee any sort of world where the Wizarding World of Harry Potter does not make it through to the very end. Just, okay. when you are looking, <laughs> when you are looking at what the Wizarding World <laughs> is, whether that's the entire themed environment, whether that is the three attractions, two of which are world class, one of which has mm-hmm. been copied worldwide, there's no way Hogsmeade doesn't take home the whole cake, in my opinion. However, I do believe there's something to be said that if we're talking about how much we like Lost Continent, I, I really love Lost Continent. Is it next to go, though? Absolutely. So I don't even think we're going to be having this conversation in the next Not the vibe. five to seven years. Okay, that is a fair statement, and I will give you that. I disagree. Go fuck yourself. You think Lost Continent, <laughs> which is literally just a restaurant and a big building, is going to be around in the next year? Is that we're talking about the same theme parks that still have um, a fear factor running on a multi-show daily basis? We're talking about the same theme parks that have let Shrek have a prime piece of real estate years after it's i mean it's it's as culturally relevant as ever to us youngins to you know to to the memers but it is not on the relevance of like fucking trolls to current little children but this this theme park has let shit just stay for way too long i understand that but universal studios has received way more upgrades over the last five to seven years than islands of adventure has i think islands of adventure is due for it I think and, it is too, and I think we're going to see something happen in Toon Lagoon first. Although I think that is fair, I just really want to get rid of Wizarding World because, one, it took away Merlinwood from me, and I'm going to be salty about that. I'm going to let my be salty about that right now, and I'm not afraid to say it. I usually don't do that, but in this debate, I am. I miss Merlinwood. Um, I miss... I miss dueling dragons i i miss them i want them back they're obviously not going to come back it's just not a thing i know that but i am salty about it and so part of me is like well uh wizarding world wronged me in this survivor air quote style competition so i kind of want it out although it's like my strongest contender why would i not get my strongest contender out first for lands that i enjoy more oh because i don't think anything challenges the wizarding world as far as what it does in islands of adventure when you look at as far as what it does, I agree. But if we're coming yes. at this from like a personal opinion standpoint, um, Forbidden Journey is a huge bitter spot for me because I'm too fat for it. So, like for me on a personal level, and probably the same with Hagrid's, although I haven't tried yet. Personally, I'm not uh, too keen on that <laughs> whole experience. So for me, uh, Hogsmeade is some photo ops that are always way too crowded. 
uh, the flying unicorn, I'm sorry, whatever the fuck it's called, hippogriff, flight of the hippogriff, and, um, butterbit, and the bar, I fucking love the bar, it's probably my favorite bar, no, that's not true, I like the backwater bar more than that one, so even bar-wise, Wizarding World is not my favorite, if we're just going on, like, a purely personal standpoint, we're talking about what it did for Islands of Adventure, I mean, that's, it, like, that's not even a point to bring up, that land saved not just islands, but the entire Universal Orlando Resort. Almost so, definitely, and it really shot off you know the the theme park wars again. It did. Like, it did. It, but it for me personally, it. there's actually not much for me to do in Hogsmeade. Uh, there's very little Agreed. for me to do other than get more drunk and then move on to somewhere where I can actually ride the rides. So for me, I don't I don't find much appeal in it at all. It actually sort of fucking annoys me when I have to walk through it to get to Jurassic Park, which is what I'm normally doing. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm picking up. I'm picking up. By the way, huge plus for Wizarding World when you get a Long Island at that bar. It's got um, raspberry tea in it instead of Coke, and it's really nice. Ooh, raspberry. It's lovely. They can't use Coca Cola, so it's. I, I'm very <clears throat> fond of picking up a Long Island iced tea in the Wizarding World, and that's about it. <laughs> so, if we want to put a, a feather in the proverbial cap that is in the Wizarding World for a moment, if we're talking about Seuss Landing versus lost continent i think you're going to have to look at them as two different experiences you've got to look at one that is effectively the only <coughs> kid themed theme park lands in the resort because kid zone doesn't really count versus yeah. this highly That's immersive fair. environment that is basically amputated that is missing a huge section of it since mm -hmm. you guys just said merlinwood mm -hmm. is gone i think for those reasons unfortunately i i think lost continents the first one to go See, I'll say that, well, we also have Port of Entry here, mm -hmm. but, um, which, you know, I think, I think the thing that this, this may sound crazy as much as I want to defend Lost Continent to the end, because I love it. Um, if we really think about it, Port Entry is super enjoyable, almost in like that Main Street USA kind of sense where it's like, it's got all these hidden things you can go look for. It's beautiful. It has fantastic music. It's, it's just, it, you have to have it. Mm -hmm. Um. At least in this point of the game debate, whatever you have to have it. Yeah. So I could see it beating out Lost Continent for me, strangely enough, um, with no attractions. But I still want to fight for Lost Continent only because, I mean, Lost Continent was so culturally, um, it, it was a big deal. And like, it may not seem that way to a lot of people, but think about it. We have Mythos, which is one of the best, if not the best, theme park restaurant in the world. Plus, um, if you played the Roller Coaster Tycoon series, uh, the third game that came out had a lot of items that were inspired by Lost Continent. Like mm -hmm. there were, a, there was a lot of items you could build your park with that were completely inspired by you know the Roman and uh, Greek gods and goddesses around Lost Continent and the fountains and the the ripped feet at Poseidon and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. There are other lands that I would put Lost Continent ahead of. But if we are dividing it up to this left versus right, I think Lost Continent is the one that makes the most sense <laughs> for me. I... I, I just can kind of Poseidon agree. so fucking much. I, I do my, too. My personal love for Poseidon's Fury outweighs literally all of my feelings for... Um, Wizarding World. And I know that might sound crazy to a lot of people, and I can't vouch for literally anybody else, but like, to put it bluntly, I know a lot of tailors, 
I know a lot of people who work at Poseidon and for me that is like a very like that's a that's a big deal that means a lot to me so like I would I, like I would literally accept three runs of Poseidon where I get to see my friends working over anything that I can do <coughs> in the world and but I, that's again we're going on purely like personal bias yeah what I do when I go to the park you're speaking I don't spend any time in Wizarding World but I always do Poseidon I always get a fucking snack in in that area. I always hit up the smoking section over by um, what used to be uh, uh, Sinbad so I can get a little bit more stoned. Like, and plus always... we have the fountain. The fountain is a big deal to me. It's oh a big God, selling point for me. Well, I know several performers who work on the fountain, which also makes it like very emotionally relevant to me. Um, so, you know, those are like the things for me that draw me there versus Potter. So for me in this circumstance, if I'm voting one out out of the group we currently have, I know it sounds batshit insane, but Potter, because there's more for me to do in all the other areas. Okay. I think that's fair, but this is going to sound crazy. Although I want to defend Lost Continent so bad, I will say, uh, Forbidden Journey is one of the first attractions in many 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 years and many 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 theme park visits across uh, you know throughout my life that i genuinely was frightened thrilled and legitimately scared by at one point and so that also for a big part does kind of make me think well you know what i i could see why it could stay longer in the competition mm -hmm. and i i think there is something to be said i know not everybody has written it here but Hagrid's Magical Creatures is a beast of an attraction. And if you haven't had a chance to do that, um, I really hope you do soon. But man, you cannot underestimate that that is one of the finest theme park attractions in the world as of right now. And objectively, when I go to a theme park, what am I looking for? I'm looking for attractions. If you have that in, that easily blows anything on this side of the map out of the water. Okay. See, I can see... Like, I think that's fair. Um, I, I, I'm going to throw this out here. Since none of us has even tried to say anything bad about Seuss Landing, I think it just kind of goes past this vote out. Like, we haven't even, none of us have brought up anything about it where we're like, I can't stand it or I don't like it. I think Seuss Landing survives on the fact that it is fine and it's the place for families. But the See, I think it's more than fine. I think Seuss Landing is like a divine example of what a family or kids-oriented land can be because Agreed. at the end of the day, literally every single inch of Seuss Landing is themed. Whether it's painted, sculpted, fabricated, like every piece of it is, is created for its intended purpose. And I can't even say the same for like, like Toy Story Land over at Disney, which is another like kitty type area. I've just like, I think Seuss Landing is, is fucking everything, especially in more recent years when they've kept the paint really, really nice. They did not in the early 2000s, but ever since Potter opened, they have maintained Seuss Landing better than for the first 10 years of its life. And like, I don't know, I think it's perfect. Like I think Seuss Landing is, is literally the perfect <coughs> example of what Islands of Adventure is. I understand what you're saying, but everything that you just said could literally be applied to every single land that we're gonna bring up on this list. Everything is whether that's the comic book theming of Marvel Superhero Island or the only one that I'll give you right now is Jurassic Park is a flaming dumpster fire while they're building this coaster, which better uh, be yeah. good. 
Um, but currently. But I feel like it sticks out more with Seuss because it's so stylized. Well, like the, the... Uh, are you going to say that in comparison to The Wizarding World? I know you don't like it, but whether you're talking about the slanted rooftops, the alley. Oh, no. I think that The Wizarding World is also absolutely divine in its theming. Mm-hmm. I was just specifically talking about Seuss in this statement like it, to defend it because I think Seuss takes a lot of shit for being the kitty area but i think it is in concept it is equally as well themed as any other well themed land i'm not sure if it's really fair in terms of detail to compare anything to potter because potter was a, a late addition that had its whole own team and budget versus the rest of right. the park that all sort of came into you know conception at the same time um but like I don't know. I think I, the thing is, I think that Seuss can stand up against any other land of its type and probably beat it down. Well, the only competition when you had theming in the original Islands of Adventure, if you do want to compare it to Hogsmeade, which, lest I remind you guys, I'd love to bring this up, but Hogsmeade has been part of Islands of Adventure longer than Merlinwood and the original Lost oh, Continent yeah, has been. Oh, must have. It's crazy. Um, Lost Continent was the only land that could challenge the Wizarding World on the sheer amount of like theming and detail, except for maybe Port of Entry. But I do think we'd be remiss not to, as much as we love Port of Entry, especially the music, which just slaps front to back. Um, for me personally, I think anything with attractions is going to win out on this, on that pure basis alone. And I think Seuss Landing pulls ahead of it for those reasons. Okay, very fair point. Um, so, it has now come time that we must make our first vote. And we'll just go one at a time. And if one gets more than the other, then great. If not, um, we'll just, like, rock, paper, scissors it somehow. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Okay, so... So, are we agreeing Port of Entry stays? Are we? I would like Port of Entry to stay. I can agree with Port of Entry staying. I could either give it or Seuss Landing at this point in time. So I think for those reasons, I'm going to keep Port of Entry. Yeah, Port of Entry has the backwater bar and like, ugh, gang gang. They pour so strong. Navigator Club, baby. Shelby, if you're listening to this, you know, backwater bar. We love them so much. (laughs) Um, I would also like to keep Seuss Landing. That I'm gonna throw that out there. So I would are we like debating, to. So at this point, we're basically debating getting rid of con- Lost Continent or Potter. I think so. Okay. Oh fuck. So they they are our bottom two contestants in this uh, tribal council. So we'll just take a vote. Uh, we'll start with Hunter Hunter. Which island are you getting rid of? It's got to be Lost Continent. If if we're, it's coming down to those two, it's Lost Continent. Okay. Fair. Fair. Fair vote. And Mel, which one are you getting rid of? And I'm too thick. I got too much booty to enjoy Potter in its intended way. So I gotta say, I gotta say, we're we're killing we're the, the Potter Swatter. Fuck that guy. Fuck you, Harry. <laughs> he did it specifically. I'm gonna blame Daniel Stupid magic specifically bitch. for the design of the seats on that attraction. It's your fault, Daniel. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I thought of that TikTok where it was the guy doing Harry Potter spell boost saying him wrong, and they went expel Yavis, and he goes expel your anus. <laughs> yes um i don't it's just the, the way you got so mad about it made me laugh um okay so that brings it down to me and i don't want to do this um i feel like you're gonna we're gonna have to flip a coin or something like no i know what my decision is i mean i know what you're gonna pick i just don't 
I don't know if you know what I'm gonna pick because I'm I'm saying I'm saying we ultimately say goodbye to Lost Continent. What? Okay, look, 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 look. look. You okay. had my back. Oh, I did. I did have your back. I did have your back. Like I'm we, we, we were full off the Darkanon on your ass right now. Please don't. You're <laughs> Darkanon. Stop! I'm scared. I'm a scaredy <laughs> bitch. You um, say Lord Darkadon five times in the mirror. A, and gay, I just, a gay Jeffrey Combs will appear behind you. That's the worst thing I've ever. Please don't make that happen. <laughs> that's what happens. I'm allergic. So um, Lord Darkadon, that's so rude. I don't have my EpiPen, so I can't. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, basically, he Hunter won me over with his argument about how. I mean, how detailed the theming is, and plus the, the how long it's been there longer than Merlinwood, and like I know, I love Merlinwood with all my heart. I love Lost Continent, but I, I he he won me over with that argument, and so I we have to say goodbye to Lost Continent. Thank you, <sighs> Lost Fine. Continent. You have been voted off of the Islands of Adventure. I'll just go with it. Um, I'll go. I'll go with my tailors. <laughs> Okay, well, now that Mel has left the podcast, sadly. This will be easy. It's over. I'm leaving. I'm going back to my immersive horror ARG. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to head over to the left side of the park. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll go back and forth. Uh, left side of the park, we have Jurassic Park, Toon Lagoon, and Marvel Superhero Island. Now, I personally am going... And this is, this is something I am legitimately passionate about. It's my favorite island. My favorite land to spend the most time in. It is Toon Lagoon, and I love Toon Lagoon, and I know it's not relevant right now, but I love Toon Lagoon with, <laughs> like, a passion. <laughs> okay. okay. For once, we're going to have to disagree on some old things that we love. That I is mean, fine. I have a, I do have probably more of a soft spot for Toon Lagoon than most people. Um, I'm just fond of water rides for nostalgic reasons. Not that I ride them a whole lot as an adult. But as a child, mm -hmm. I loved water rides so much. And my dad and I did not go to Universal as often as we went to Disney. I mean, we went to Disney like three to five days a week. So that makes sense. Uh, but when we did venture over to Universal, like that's when we could do fucking water rides. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to get soaked. Because for some reason, children love that. Um, and so I just I have very fond memories of that, but it is a strange land to still be open in a theme park. Well, it, it really is something that a lot of people don't consider when they're talking about how do we get rid of Toon Lagoon? You've got to consider that a lot of the water piping and everything is actually connected to the main lagoon. And for uh -huh. those reasons, Toon Lagoon's not going anywhere for a while. Probably if it does get replaced, it's going to have some sort of water implementation in it. Oh, thousand percent. Oh, yeah. That will always be the water ride section of the park for infrastructure reasons alone. I'm just surprised that the theming has persisted. Not so much with Popeye. Popeye is still, I would say, relevant. In, like, that's fine. Yeah. I would say a water ride theme to Popeye is pretty much timeless. Mm -hmm. What boggles the mind is is Dudley do rights rips off falls and I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna argue this point because th this is where uh it gets to me is Toon Lagoon is filled with classic comic strip and cartoon characters and like these are iconic characters that you know thousands of people across the globe know <laughs> are you know are they still the most relevant right now no but 
you know, I don't you even saw... think a lot of people know them anymore, no, though. Like, I, I grew up reading Sunday morning comics, but my I parents did too. are in their 60s. We are the last remnants of people who ever did that. Like, people don't even get newspapers anymore. I That's fair. Most people don't know who Dag... Like, they don't understand what a Dagwood sandwich is. Most of them, I mean, they'll recognize Betty Boop because she's a cultural icon. Mm-hmm. But what about any of the rest of those? Is anyone going to recognize Family Circus at this point? <laughs> I Kathy. don't really think so. Yeah. However, I'm going to just toss this in here. I think the reason Toot Lagoon stays on this list is because Jurassic Park is in such rough shape. I think Jurassic Park River Adventure feels like an attraction from 1995 because it is pretty much a carbon copy of what we got over in Hollywood. I think the fact that it's been deforested has really taken away from even the ambiance of that section. And with having two great water rides, objectively, I don't really care for Ripsaw Falls, but I know people like it. I do love Popeye. I think for those reasons, Jurassic Park loses by default when we're looking at this side of the park. Oh, is it fair to judge Jurassic Park as it is in this exact moment? Well, even though, then, the construction zone? you're talking about the Discovery Center, and the Discovery Center is very much a relic of 1999, right? Besides that, you have the River Adventure. You used to have the Triceratops Encounter. Um, the Velociraptor Encounter is pretty cool. But besides that, what is in that land? It is huge, it is massive, and it's kind of oh, a wreck. You are now. utterly, utterly insulting the Amber Mines and all of Camp Jurassic. Sure, Camp Jurassic. Cam- okay, Camp Jurassic's amazing. Camp Jurassic is the best playground in a theme park until Shanghai Disneyland opened. Well, we don't live in Shanghai, but on top of that, <laughs> I i mean, it's fucking true. It's totally irrelevant to me how good that is because I can't go there. And especially Speak for yourself. I'm just kidding. But, but specifically, like, I don't know. I Who cares if there's another really good one out there? Is it bad to have more? Like, I think that exploration aspect, to me, that is Universal's answer to Tom Sawyer's Island. And I don't see anybody shitting on Tom Sawyer's Island as just a playground. Well, it's, here. It's, it's a staple of this type of theme park it's a staple to have a huge area that's focused entirely on exploration and not on attraction so you're telling me camp jurassic is the best version of that we have in america so you're telling me camp jurassic is the reason jurassic park needs to stay on because it is better than the amazing adventures of spider-man popeye's build rat barges and Ray no but i'm also including for me again um the interactivity of like a puppeteered type of meet and greet to me that is a like a massive bonus i think the raptor encounter is incredible same here um i also i have not been on river adventure since construction started on the new coaster well i have but not recently i haven't been on it in a year um i'm sure it's really bad but as river adventure the way that you know i remember it not being deforested it it still stands as my favorite water ride of the park. <clears throat> i'll say this river adventure is such a deeply iconic attraction to just all theme park lore across the country. I mean, think about the mm-hmm. thousands of theme parks across the world that try to emulate a river adventure and they can't. With dinosaurs. Because, yeah, with dinosaurs. And they just can't because it, I mean, it is river they adventure. Took I mean, literally an off the shelf ride and made it something very memorable to a lot of people. And I think, obviously, like, nobody can argue it doesn't need TLC. Of course it needs TLC. Mm-hmm. But on its own merits, I will take the content of Jurassic Park over the content of Toon Lagoon. Number one, I don't get as okay. bad on River Adventure, meaning it doesn't make me miserable as an adult person who deals with chafing. <clears throat> uh, number two, I just, I love the exploration aspect. Again, as an adult, 
I enjoy getting drunk in a theme park and aimlessly wandering through Camp Jurassic. It's amazing. And to me, that experience outweighs the experience of Dudley Do-Right or, or just walking through Toon Lagoon, especially past big, empty, sad theater. Okay, back to defend Toon Lagoon for me, though. Something that a lot of people tend to forget is that uh, uh, Bill Drat Barges and uh, Dudley Do-Right, you know, Ripsaw Falls, those rides change the way that these type of water attractions were made. I mean, I mean, it, it went into, and like, it may sound crazy, but like a typical water attraction, you go through, you hit some bumps, you get splashed and that's about it. These rides added theming. They added storylines. They added, um, they, they added a whole new legitimate thrill element to these rides besides just a drop or just a, you know, just a bunch of rapids. I mean, Popeye gets to really fast speeds at times. Um, it, it 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 had to go through extensive testing because the boats, you know, with water level and all this kind of stuff, because the boats were traveling through all these set pieces and all these things that had really never been done on a river rafting attraction before. I mean, the most you have is stuff on the sides of you and, like, maybe a tunnel, but, like, nothing to the extent of build drive barges. And same with uh, Ripsaw Falls. I mean, what, I mean, how many other log flumes do you know that, ha- that have to have a lap bar because they both because they're basically part roller coaster and log flume. I mean, you're going downhill and uphill, and plus the technology that went into the the shack exploding every time a log goes down. Like, I mean, I know I know some of the. I mean, I know it doesn't do it as often now, but like at the time when it opened, that was a yeah, pretty impressive effect. As far as log flumes go, like other than Splash Mountain, yeah. Dudley Do Right Stands is the only like really great themed one on the East Coast. Um, I know there's some classic stuff over in California. But as far as over here, no, you're totally right. I mean, if you go to, like, fucking Kennywood had the log jammers, it is devoid of theming, as pretty much all of those types of rides are. Even the one at Dollywood is not nearly as themed as, um... Right, Holiday World is not, like, it, you pass a graveyard and that's it. Yeah, True. and then I think there's, a there's like, a big sawmill that you go through. It's pretty simple, though. Yeah, like... But either way, it's, I just can't, out of that half of the park... We haven't even mentioned Marvel. I think it's obvious that Marvel stands on the power of its attractions, not its theming. I agree. Um, I think the theming in Marvel is is relatively abysmal, but the attractions are like... I don't think it's that bad. I I wouldn't describe it as abysmal. It It accomplishes what it needs to. I just think it's boring. I mean, you're objectively entitled to that, but I think it serves its purpose. But one thing I do want to say is Dudley Do-Right is the most uncomfortable attraction in the park for me personally. And for that, I'm not enough points. Oh, yeah. I don't find it that bad. Dudley is awful for a a tall person. Uh, I am just, I am miserable. I'm not that tall. See, I don't don't know. Like, I I want to defend to Lagoon it's it's so unique. It has so many like interactive elements. It was Universal's answer to Toontown at Disney, but then again, Toontown's also not doing so hot now either. <laughs> but at least Toontown um, has Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fair. Mickey Mouse that's is fair. a lot more memorable than Dagwood. That's fair. Um, I I think a lot of nostalgia goes into it for me because again, like you said, Mel, we were kind of that last group of people, you know, on the earth that had Sunday morning comic strips and yeah we, we are you know, the last stragglers who have any connection to that kind of content and even then I, I would be hard pressed to find another person in their 20s right now who grew up reading 
the Sunday morning color comics. You know, it's just not a thing. Right. And, and I think so. I think the theming there is irrelevant. And I also think other than the two attractions, just walking through there, it's it's the same style of theming that you just left from in Marvel. And I know that that is like, you know, that's a choice. Like, to, like, I get it. I get that they wanted that type of comic book to flow into those kind of comics. But it also just feels like a worse version of that, theming wise. It's it's just like even because at least with Marvel, there's like a lot of kinetic energy with the music and the style of the art, and it sort of makes it. And there's so many meet and greet characters. There's always meet and greets happening in Marvel, which gives it a lot of like much needed kinetic. Energy yeah, they don't do they don't do the meet and greets like they used to. Even though it's got a lot of fun water features, sort of on that main thoroughfare as you go past the restaurants. It, it's just it's dead it's it's just like a dead area that you have to walk through to get somewhere else you know i i agree with, i agree with you i'm also gonna go real quick and attack jurassic park right now i love jurassic park it's literally my favorite movie franchise of all time it the the thing that gets me is that jurassic park like if you don't do river adventure it's a really boring land like and it's Camp jurassic's amazing it's huge and like Camp Jurassic's amazing. Uh, don't get me wrong, like it's fun. I legitimately got lost in there the last time I was at Islands and could not find my way out. So it took me like a good 30 minutes to get out. Um, but that's, you know, coming from somebody who doesn't get to go to the parks that often. Uh, but, you know, it's just, there's nothing to do. I mean, there, I mean, yeah, we have some photo ops, we have the Raptor encounter, but that, you know, that's about it. And then you have an outdated attraction and then you have the Discovery Center that closes early, so you can't even do anything. Like if you get there later in the park or later in the day. So. I have named so many baby velociraptors, and every single time, it is a priceless memory. I cannot believe y'all saying this about my discovery center. Look, it's just—I mean, do you know how many transgender baby velociraptors I single-handedly have created? Although I support that, so many. Um. It's just, it's a boring land, and there's so much you could do with Jurassic Park. It's literally a theme park. Nah, I of just a theme have park. to disagree, fam. I think there's so, I spend more time there than any other, that, like, yeah. If we're just talking about, like, I don't know, me with my friends being intoxicated shit around, probably spend more time in Jurassic Park than anywhere else except Lost Continent. My only thing is, like, with Jurassic Park, but again, we're also I'm just going to repeat we it. We don't do anything, and we just want places to like sit and vape. So, <laughs> I mean, but that's my thing is there's nothing to do. And with with such a massive uh, property as Jurassic Park, there's so much you can do. Like it, it, it's Jurassic Park is a theme park within a theme park. Like that is that is exactly what it is. And what do theme parks have? They have attractions. And what does Jurassic Park not have? attractions well it's got two attractions and it's about to have a third so okay but when that comes that may change the argument but right now i want to get rid of jurassic park wow i'm getting rid of toon lagoon that shit is outdated and i am never one to say that i love old things so much but <clears throat> even i can see that sunday morning color comic strips are not where it's at in 2020 and I guess I'm going to have to say something here. Uh, for these reasons, I think we need to get rid of Kong. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, yeah. we didn't even discuss Kong. What the fuck even We'll Kong? get to Kong. Like, Kong is great. Just, don't I'm, talk. Don't don't talk about oh, Kong. I, I've kind of just shoved it in with Jurassic Park. Now. I used to really hate on it when it first opened. 
But then once Jimmy Fallon opened, I completely changed my opinion. And I was like, never mind. This is amazing. So if this is the alternative, Kong is a masterpiece. I don't have to defend Kong right now because I feel like I'm going to have to do it in a little bit. But I actually think so. Um, when I have to break a decision on GGH, when I have to do a showdown breaker, the question that comes up at the end is if you can ride two attractions, if you got to ride one between these two attractions, what are you going to pick? And ultimately, at the end of the day, my love for Jurassic Park beats out my appreciation for Popeye as an attraction. So I, no. <laughs> I think I'm going to keep River Adventure. Uh, okay, well, that gets rid of Toon Lagoon, which is the wrong decision, but that's okay. Um, no, I can't believe you. That is, that is the one thing that I thought pretty much every Universal stan agreed was like, okay, these attractions, good rides. But theming, it, it's it's served its time. It served its time before it even happened. And Dudley and I'm not like one of those girls. So Dudley is an attraction like that's been sitting half done for 20 years now. Yeah. Yeah. Popeyes, okay. Popeyes still stands. Popeyes is fantastic. I mean, <clears throat> it's. I think it's the creme de la creme of of circular raft rides. Um at least in Florida, but like, it, it just is not enough. That huge long walk through the main thoroughfare to get to Marvel. I fucking hate it. I have so many Snapchats of me and my friends late at night for one reason or another, having to walk through there. And all of them are us complaining that we don't want to have to walk through there. So, cause at least Marvel I has think... a soundtrack. Yeah. At least in okay, Marvel, you can that is fair. That is fair. But I just think everybody needs to leave Toon Lagoon alone. She's trying her best, okay? I don't think she is trying her best. That's the problem. I think I think she's doing what she can. I think she tried her best back in 1937 and hasn't tried since. Oh, Ooh. that is that's so mean. See, I'm He's not even not wrong, wrong go. though. Yeah, he is. Um. <laughs> Listen, the only the only comic strip attraction that should exist is Garfield's Nightmare at Kennywood, and even that <laughs> is now closing. Not. That is closing. So it is time. If Kennywood it's has what she figured deserves. out that, that comic books, or that, that um, comic strips are outdated, then surely Universal can follow behind <laughs> fucking Kennywood. Okay. Kennywood okay. is the most outdated place in the world. She's dead. Leave her alone. She's trying. <laughs> okay, so that leaves us with Port of Entry, Seuss Landing, Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Jurassic Park, and Marvel. So now that we have, com- now that we're combining these one, two, three, four, five areas, because we have our two halves gone, who are who? Who, who do we want to get rid of? I think it's. Who do we want to get rid of? I think it's time for Port of Entry to go. No, I create. Uh... I organized my very first tender hookup in Port of Entry. You can't take it from me. <laughs> well, I want to get rid of Jurassic Park. I'm sorry. It's just, oh. it bores me so much. What like River fuck, Adventure, Scott? fun ride. I want it gone. I, I, I am fighting to get this out. I think you get rid of Port of Entry and then you get rid of Jurassic Park right after or alternate oh. between those two. Oh my god. But the thing is, even with no rides, I have more fun in Port of Entry than I do in Jurassic well, then Park. Well, that's saying a lot. Keeping, then I'm fine keeping that one. I'm fine keeping Port of Entry until Jurassic Park leaves. But I think those two are next on the list. 
Okay, I can agree with you there. Okay, but well, I, if you I both do... agree on both of those, then just nix them because my opinion will mean nothing. Well, okay, no, well, okay. Here's what we'll do. Since we've kind of, I think Seuss Landing and Marvel and I think Seuss Landing and Marvel stay. They deserve to stay. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm just, I'm not even going to debate those. But I think, I think, I think it's time for Jurassic Park to go. Fine. It's current fine. State. Jurassic Park goes. Fine. I get it. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, I understand. No, I know. I know. It's wrong. just. My reasons for loving Jurassic Park are things like the smell. Okay. I'm weird. I get that my, my. But those standards... are, those are valid reasons in this argument because there are no legitimate valid reasons right. in these arguments. I feel like I'm a great person to bring on because my standard for what is fun to do in a theme park is like yeah. definitely not in line with most of humanity. <laughs> you guys, so... you guys haven't lived until you walked in on Mel's licking the Triceratops encounter statue. Listen, listen, only once. Okay. <laughs> I had to see what it tasted like. Also, just quick little <clears throat> side story, just super quick. Um, it tasted like breath. a cold. I am, I am the person who goes to Phipps Conservatory in Pittsburgh, and I'm there with my girl Selena, and we're both looking at this one big leaf, and our other friends are doing something else, something educational, and she's like, "Wow, I just love the texture," and I'm like, "Yeah, don't you just want to bite it?" And she's like, "Yeah, I kind of do," and then we looked at each other, and then we both bit the leaf uh, together. And it felt amazing. And I've also done that at Universal. Like, yeah, so you're right. I do just randomly lick things in the parks. It is fun. This is why I'm going to catch Corona if any of us are going to get it. I'm just like... Have y'all ever seen the Snapchat of me licking the trident inside of Poseidon's Fury? Oh, you did my not. goodness. I got it. It was my friend. He, he gave it to me and I was like, you know what? I'm sure he wouldn't mind. And so I okay. just give it a huge lick right in the water tunnel. I've got a video of it. It's great. Okay. Note to all guests that have ever been to Island of Adventure. Don't touch anything. Don't no. lick it all. Yeah. Don't touch it. If I've been there in a the six month period, don't touch anything. Because it's going to have milk spit on it. Absolutely. Don't touch it. That's what she I'm got- giving the theme park. My germs. <laughs> Okay, so let's let's make our final vote. Or, okay, Fine. I'm Jurassic voting. Park goes, and then after that, port of entry goes. Wait, 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 wait. Sad, sure. I, I think. It's... Am I gonna go drink myself literally to death in the backwater bar? Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, here I'll I'll make an amends. I think it's I okay. think it's Jurassic Park, Skull Island, and then port of entry. Are we counting Skull Island? I was. Here's the thing. I love Skull Island, but it is very much the definition of a mini lands. The reason it is worth counting is it is one of the lands officially on the park map. However, you have yeah. a gift stand. You have a food stand, which is home of the infamous Kong dog or the Kong dog, depending mm-hmm. on who you talk to. Uh, and then you have mm-hmm. Skull Island, which I think Skull Island is legit. I think it's not underappreciated, but it's very much the closest thing that I think Universal has to like a cult favorite attraction. As far as I would agree with combining that. a green yeah. queue with a ride that's not quite there, but I think it succeeds at a lot more of what it wants to do than people give it credit for. So I think I think Skull Island does not make it into the top three, but I think it should go before Port of Entry just because I think Port of Entry edges it out just a little bit. You know what? I can agree with you on that. Yeah, I can agree that we give Skull Island some valid. kind of like immunity real quick. See, I just sort of, I don't know. Kong is such a no man's land to me. I barely consider it a mini land. I feel like it needs just something. Like, to me, it's part of Jurassic Park in my brain. 
See, I that's a, that, that's how I kind of think. But I mean, I'll I'll give it a pass. So, are we all voting Jurassic Park to go over Port of Entry? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye, Jurassic Park. You should the get better stuff. Arms of the angels. In the arms of the raptor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! They ate it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, clever girl. Um, <laughs> okay, so now what do we have left? We have Port of Entry, Seuss Landing, Wizarding World of Harry Pardo, yeah, and Marvel and Skull Island. Um, and I mean, I know, I know, we thought about Port of Entry leaving. Um, I don't know. I mean, do we? I think our bottom two are definitely Port of Entry and Skull Island at this point. Yeah. Because the other three just have so much. I think it doesn't matter which order we get rid of them in, but it's those two. Yeah. I, I think I both of those. Wait, I think, pick port. I think we could just bite the bullet and remove them both at the same time. A double elimination? Wow. Now you're thinking crazy. like a now you're thinking like a TV producer. Yeah, okay. So in this twist of events in the game, the first time ever in the game, a double el- elimination. Goodbye, port of entry, and goodbye. Skull Island, and we are left with our top three Goodbye, islands, the islands of, of adventure. Rain <laughs> of Dong. I could go on. I'm gonna stop though. I can't breathe. <laughs> okay, so we have our top three islands. We have Seuss Landing. We have the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and we have Marvel Superhero Island. Mm. So this is the this this is uh the the second to final battle. So, who who are we defending? Because I I like Marvel and Seuss over Wizarding World. I'm I just think, gonna keep it at that. Here's what it boils down to in my head. I think out of those three, uh, Marvel has the best attractions. Mm-hmm. Now I have not ridden Hagrid, so you know whatever. I know there's a lot of people who have this opinion that you have to have ridden something to have an opinion on it. I think those people can go fuck themselves. That's not how like anything works. My eyeballs work just fine, and I have over 20 years experience riding theme park attractions. So I think I'm allowed to have an opinion. Um, I think Hagrid looks absolutely incredible like absolute top tier but I also don't know if I can ride it which is a huge factor for me so based on my current standing what I know I can do at Islands I think Marvel has the best attractions but Seuss and Potter are tied for visual interest my Uh, thing is I can drink in Potter though fuck there's no bars in Seuss Correct. My thing is... But there's a cute little Puerto Rican guy who gives me as many free samples of goose juice as I want. You can get little some goose juice. Almost as good as alcohol. <laughs> um, I- I'll say this. I personally enjoy Spider-Man over Forbidden Journey. And that that that's a very deep personal opinion that I'm going to stick with. I think Spider-Man is a testament to themed attractions. It was the most technologically advanced attraction when it opened. Um, and I have and, actually ridden Forbidden Journey many, many times, just not in the last like four years. Um, and I would, I would actually agree with that. I prefer Spider-Man overall I, for a lot of reasons. I would agree that Spider-Man is objectively the best attraction on this list. 
Hagrid, yeah. and then followed by Forbidden Journey, if we are comparing. Incredible Hulk Coaster is one of the most confounding experiences in the entire world because they tore the whole thing down, they put it back up, and it's rougher than it was before. <laughs> don't get it. The no, I think I it's mean, about the same. I don't think it's worse. Oh, I think it's worse. I'll say that. But it's such an iconic ride. It's iconic, but... I just think it's about the same. I just don't think it's any worse. Incredible Hulk is iconic, but it has a perfect front half, and then it completely loses its momentum in the back. A super mediocre second end, yeah. But I still think it's going to be Marvel on top, followed by Wizarding World, and then Susley Andic's going to have to take bronze. I don't. I don't know because, like, I mean, we're gonna have to come down to a final two event. You're gonna. Ha- you're gonna tell like, me that Cat in the Hat with that busted AA, as much as you love it, throughout that attraction, looking creepy as all okay. hell. Hell yeah, we're going on opinions, my dude. <laughs> okay, no, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even debating Cat in the Hat. Cat in the Hat needs an upgrade. Bad. It's an attraction that is due for an upgrade and deserves it, in my personal opinion. Because it's a fantastic attraction when it is fully working and when it's Cat working as it should. Is what it's like to go on a six-day narcotics bender. It's amazing. I've watched Fear and Loathing. I, I don't need that in my theme park. Oh, I do. That's <laughs> all I want in my theme park. And I still ride Cat um, Hat every time I go to Islands of Adventure because it's ten minutes or less every single time. Yeah, okay, and it's super air conditioned. Yeah, <clears throat> but like here's the here's the thing I'm trying to argue about Seuss Landing over Potter though. Like Seuss Landing. Almost every inch of that land, and I know Potter is too, but every inch of that land is either interactive or it is, uh, like, it, it encompasses the exploration that Jurassic Park has. It has the interactivity that Toon Lagoon has. It has the the amazing theming that Potter has. Um, and it has fun attractions. Like, are they the best attractions? No. But are they enjoyable? Yes. Are they fun to look at? Yes. But there's so many hidden... There's so many hidden gems just in that land itself, like like the Wenzler's house. Like, how many people do you say go up there? But then when they finally do go up there and they hear that they can hear through the tubes, it's like a really cool moment. Or uh, kids going through if I ran the zoo and there's always these surprises popping up here and there and around the square and I'm people sure aren't ready people for it. Or the, the fish fell. When they're in Potter, though, when they're not like weirdos like us obsessed with the past. So that's when you go into Potter. Okay, I feel like I'm the only Potter fan here, which might be a you are. I actively do not really like the Harry Potter franchise at all. So I don't either. If you were talking about you're talking about the wand interactivity throughout Hogsmeade, you're talking about going into the three broomsticks and seeing the house elves working up top, going into the owlery and seeing all the owls. You have a full projection show on Hogwarts most time of the year. You have a dedicated Christmas show, you have a dedicated house show, and you have kind of like a dark arts spooky Halloween show. There's so much throughout Hogsmeade that I think it excels in every one of those factors you just brought up, but in a bigger way. And I don't think we saw anything that could challenge that until Diagon Alley, until we got to, uh, excuse me, until we got Galaxy's Edge over at Hollywood Studios slash Disneyland. And I don't think we're going to again until the Universal Third Gate opens. Yeah, so I agree. As much as I, oh fuck, sorry, um, I, as, <laughs> I got a notification. As oh, much as I uh, really favor, like for very deeply nostalgic reasons, I favor Seuss very strongly. 
big memories of my childhood. My dad and I used to plan trips specifically when green eggs and ham would be open Mm -hmm. because I thought that green egg and ham sandwich was just the bee's knees. It was like the peak of my youth. (laughs) I, I really thought it was incredible. And I was like, dad, if we're going to Universal, which was like a once a month thing for us, it wasn't as common. It must be at the time of day when I can receive this green food because I won't survive otherwise. But anyways, um, even with all of that in mind, Potter is newer, Potter is fresher, and Potter has more new technology in it. And like, I think uh, it's so hard to say because of course my personal bias says Seuss. I like Seuss more, Seuss makes me happier than Harry Potter at the end of the day. But Potter does everything that Seuss does better. Okay, well then here's my next question. Um, do we think that Marvel deserves to go before Seuss? Because Marvel is, it's such an awkward land at this point because of the Disney own, you know, owning Marvel. I mean, and I know it's more comics-based, but think about, like, if you ultimately think about it, Marvel is this kind of, like, it has great attractions. It's fantastic. It has Spider-Man, which is my favorite attraction in all of Orlando. I think uh, so it wins by default. Yeah, the fact that you can meet Spider-Man and then go ride a ride dedicated to Spider-Man, that's not only good, it's legitimately great. And then you also, even though I have problems with Hulk, a lot of people consider that a top 10 coaster. I think Marvel as far wins. As the Florida landscape goes, it's still one of the better coasters in Central Florida. Yeah. Like, without a doubt. I, I would Agreed. personally say that it's only challenged by a lot of the Bush coasters. Uh, I think those are great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And even then, those are a trek away, so I almost put them in a slightly different category from, like, the Orlando. Yeah, and SeaWorld's got some great coasters, too, especially with Mako. However, um, (laughs) Dueling Dragons was the best coaster in Orlando Mm -hmm. (laughs) until it left. But uh, I, I think Marvel wins. Yes, the land is not as aesthetically pleasing, but I would argue that it accomplishes what it's supposed to do. And then as well, you've just got to also factor, if we're being objective in this sense, that Marvel is infinitely more relevant for people than Dr. Seuss. It is, unfortunately. And and for me, Marvel, like like what you said, it does, it accomplishes everything it sets out to do. And I'm a huge, like, like I'm very into the school of thought when it comes to theme parks, that a land needs to have X number of distinctive things to really make it a land. Mm-hmm. Um, and Marvel lacks some of it. Marvel doesn't have like a sightseeing attraction like the Seuss trolley, which I think is an essential part of any good land. It has fearful. You just can. Uh, pardon. It has fearful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Exactly. That's that true. counts. That's true. I wouldn't quite count that as the same because it's like an intense I mean, sightseeing attraction. But it's but what what I want to say about Marvel <laughs> you, is that it's, you see it sights real quick. Yeah, you see it. Yeah, wait. wait you don't even fall. You shoot up and then you slowly descend. I don't get it. I don't understand why they named it that. It frustrates me. But it what? should be fear shot. The the fact. Like that. Hey, seriously, no joke. Doctor Doom's Fearfall has one of the coolest queue experiences, and also having like cracked concrete where bodies have fallen off the attraction. I think it's oh, great. Yeah, no, it totally I love does. that. It's, it's also one of the most dangerous attractions in all of Orlando, but I'll talk about that off the air. <laughs> um, I, I'll say, I'll say that's that. backstage tea. That's terrifying <laughs> tea and why even if I could fit on that ride, I would never ride it again. Um, that's just my PSA, everybody. I would not recommend Dr. Fearfall. I, I just wouldn't. It's still safer than Rip Red Rocket for the record. 
no, it's not. Anyways, um... <laughs> I'll say this: Doctor Doom is the equivalent of when like you're a kid and you're like, "Let me see that," and your friend goes, "Oh, you saw it," and then just take it back real fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, what I was gonna say. What I was gonna say. Marvel has something that I think a lot of the other lands lack. Seuss being one of the only ones that accomplishes this, and it is that that kinetic energy throughout the whole land, whether it's the meet right. characters, the motorcycles, Doctor Doom, the Hulk, there's things moving, there's always things happening, there's just a lot of visual interest there. Jurassic Park lacks that, other than the splashdown and being able to see the, um, the what's it called, the little coaster in the sky. Um, uh, sadly, other than water features, there's none of that left in Lost Continent. Um, right. There's just there's just a lot of energy to Marvel that even though it's not like what I'm super into, it's something that needs to be in a theme park. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that is something um, that the three lands that we're discussing do have, like you just said, Mel's, whether that is the high in the sky trolley ride or whether that is Hagrid now over in Hogsmeade slash the yeah. Hippogriff. Or the absolute best attraction in all of Orlando, Stormforce Accelatron. <laughs> oh, of course. We I mean, all love Stormforce here. Didn't I defend that in the last? You did. You did. did. the the last the, the last one you did was a debate between Stormforce and Mad Tea Party, and you defended Stormforce till the end. I don't. And you I didn't did. even want to. Every theme park needs a spinner and a teacup attraction. I don't care what Agreed. park you are. I agree. I completely agree. Um, but yeah, so I I honestly would put. Um, you'd put Marvel over Seuss. I would put Marvel over Seuss at the end of the day. Even okay. with my like my my sappiness for Doctor Strange <clears throat> and my nostalgia for it, I can't deny that like Spider-Man is fucking fun. Spider-Man's fun. Hulk's iconic. They're but they're all fun. Every attraction in that area is fun except Fearfall, which is scary. Oh no, it's fun. Um, it's just safety the, issue. The meet and greets are super fun. Yes. I'm a big slut for meet and greets. I love that Marvel has truly fun villain meet and greets. I have amazing memories of uh, Green Goblin encounters and Doctor Doom. They're all great. (laughs) I have a memory of the first time I went to Islands and Green Goblin tried to pull me over to stand by whatever bank milk truck thing that is. He's on top of it. He's trying to get me to come over there. I take two steps and then I fall to the ground in tears and crawl back to my grandma <laughs> and then he, and then my grandma and sister just leave me go over there and take a picture with him and i'm like he's gonna hurt you mm-hmm. um and uh after i said that he grabbed both of their hair and acted like he was smashing their heads together so um i have trauma um <laughs> we all have kinks Scott. okay that wasn't a kink. That was the worst experience of my entire life. <laughs> That's my kink. Anything bad that can happen to a person has happened to me. I, um, <laughs> I, I don't... I, I'll say this. I'm a huge X-Men fan. And where else can I meet the X-Men? Yep. And talk about X-Men stuff and have one X-Men related attraction. As much as it pains me, I could see, I could see letting Seuss go before Marvel. I, I could see it. So Seuss is gone. We, is basically what we reached. <laughs> Yes, I think so. So we are at our absolute final two. This will determine what is the best of the best islands at Island of Adventure. I'm sure, audience, if you're listening, um, and I do say if, um, (laughs) (laughs) if you are listening, I'm sure that you have been very upset with us eliminating probably your favorite area. And but I mean, it's got down to the top two, and our top two are Wizarding World versus Marvel Superhero Island, and uh, I just want to go ahead and ask, what are we thinking? We've got the right choices here. Um, 
I think I agree. So it's clearly not my personal list, but uh, whatever. It's not mine either. However, because I would literally have Toon Lagoon as the very top, but we nixed that real fast. I would literally have Jurassic Park and and Poseidon's Fury, which is the land. So, um, well, this would be my top two list. So I'm glad I could force you guys into making. Wow. Okay, Hunter. Wow. So you're just gonna gang up on the gay and the woman like that, huh? Um, (laughs) Who do you think I am, a Hollywood executive? Um. Anyway, (gasps) so I think I think you're the least. I think you're the least stupid out of the three of us. (laughs) I fully agree. I'm real dumb. I say that with so much love, Scott, but we're idiots. Oh, we're we're stupid as all as all get out. Like we are. <laughs> I think it's Marvel Superhero Island takes home the medal. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I think that when you combine how I- you know, what's that? I, I'm just excited because I'm 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 agreeing with okay, you. Okay, perfect. I think when you look at the Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man, even though I don't like writing it, I think the Incredible Hulk is such an iconic piece. Uh, well, not to reiterate what I just said, but it is such an important piece of iconography for Islands of Adventure. It's the lighthouse. The image that comes to mind yes. when people say islands. I mean, think about it. Go. It's been in movies. It's been in music videos. Yeah. It's 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 it, like there is no islands of adventure without. It's the whole. one like, of it the most crazy, famous roller coasters in the world. I, I mean, it just is. Everybody, if you ask a basic ass bitch, what's your favorite roller coaster? The chances of them saying the Incredible Hulk are very high. Mm-hmm. I do think there's something very important that we did not mention. That for me personally, actually, Wizarding World, Hogsmeade is my number one personally but for the purpose of Mm -hmm. this show but something we did not mention that i consider very important is how revolutionary the hogwarts express was to the universal orlando resort um the fact that you have transportation along Mm -hmm. with not only having transportation but having a themed attraction that is one of the most iconic things from the Harry Potter franchise serving as that mm-hmm. vehicle, I think gives it it's a lot. better than the Disney buses. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I personally, The Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man is my favorite attraction uh, at Islands of Adventure. So I'm going to give it the leg up, but it's it's very, very close. <clears throat> oh, I definitely think I definitely think it's a very close, for close me, like, if, race for this. If, if Potter had more meet and greets, it would give it a way bigger leg up, but that lack of that human character interaction that I thrive on so much is is a big negative <clears throat> for me. Um, now that you say that, that's one of the reasons I'm not a big fan of Potter, and I understand why we don't have meet and greets, but like, yeah, we have a couple of shows and whatnot, but Potter, like, although it's a great land, it, it almost feels like this, it almost feels like a dead space to me, because I don't have these characters roaming around or like I don't have like I I don't have something to kind of pull me into the story um where like when I go to Marvel Super I I am in a comic book I have comic book heroes around me I can think of a phone and listen to recordings like I can like everything is in that comic book style and yes everything is is in that Harry Potter style for people obsessed with Potter which I'm not and I'm also not obsessed with Marvel but I am obsessed with like meet and greet characters and fun rides, both of which are in abundance over in Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that's just where it wins. I choose um, I choose Spider Man over virtually anything else in in all of the Universal Orlando Resort. So if for that <coughs> reason alone, for really just 
Spider-Man and my like affection for that ride and the strength of it as a singular ride, it, it, it wins. I think Marvel Superhero Island is at the very least the most iconic and recognizable and least likely to change land in Islands of Adventure. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think the only changes it could have is more attractions added, which, like, I know space and wise and stuff is not, like, a thing, but I'm I saying don't if think there were changes... Reasons. Oh, agreed, agreed. I mean, they could probably maybe do, like, X-Men or something, but, like, I'm saying if, if there was something to change, yeah, I could see it being that instead of a full land overhaul. I so, just, like, I don't really see Spider-Man ever going anywhere. It's It's almost like Haunted Mansion status for Magic Kingdom. It's, like, it's one of those things that I just never, ever envision going away. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. It's it, it, it revolutionized what a dark ride was. It um, gave Universal its identity, which is 3D screen simulators. It did. As um, sad as that is, but it really, it started a trend that continues literally to this day with Universal attractions. So Yes, they just got worse and worse a lot throughout yeah, the no, years. They, just, they I mean, literally they... started at the peak and they've had a few high points since then, but I don't think they've ever quite hit that perfection. I'd say Kong is... is closer i love kong a lot more than i did when it first opened excuse me oh i just burped no i'm not that's (laughs) my bad um no i agree and but like spider-man is is so iconic that they have the exact same ride vehicle and ride type over at the other park Mm -hmm. like it is like it's it, it it was this amazing like reset to theme parks like islands of adventure was islands of adventure was it islands of adventure really was like a big boom in the middle of the coaster wars it was the thing when it opened it just hasn't really updated uh, as much as maybe it needs to to stay hip Mm -hmm. right but it's but it's still relevant enough oh totally it's still standing I i mean it's still it's still a premier world theme park you know I mean, it still gets voted number one so many years. Like, I mean, it's at least something in the park is voted number one every year. Golden Ticket Award. It always it's always winning Golden Ticket Ticket Awards. It's a fantastic park. So, I mean, it obviously has something going right. But you know, back to the islands. Do do we have a consensus on who our winner is of the ultimate island islands of adventure? Mm-hmm. I think Marvel has has taken the cake. Yep. Well then, if we all agree on this, I'm scratching off Wizarding World, and that leaves us with our winner of this theme park Survivor episode, Marvel Superhero Island. Woohoo! Woohoo! Woo! <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Genuinely, in my heart of hearts, did not expect it to be the winner. Wow! I didn't I know... either, but it makes sense that it is. I feel like it does. I feel like all three of us would have picked something different if we were going purely on like just emotions. But if we're really going for which one is going to survive out of them, like, that's the one. I I agree. I mean, it's just, I know so many people who, like, Marvel is their least favorite land. Like, they hate it. I really but do a lot hate of people... the theming. I think it's super lame, and I think there's no fucking shade. Um, and there's nothing, there's nothing for me to just sit and look at, you know, when I'm, like, wasted in there. But there's so much to do. And that, that is, it can't be sneezed at. Like, I could look at Seuss forever, but there's not as much that really, like, jolts me up and makes me want to do it there as in Marvel. I I agree. And I, I, two fish, though. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I think we made a good choice. Mm -hmm. I am, I'm proud of us. 
Um, viewers, viewers, nobody watches this. <laughs> Thank God. I hope they can't see me. Mm-hmm. Y'all, if y'all are seeing me, I'm sorry. And what y'all seeing? I'm on pajamas. And it's, it's not y'all got to pay for what you'd be seeing. You can't right. see this for free. <laughs> yeah, you can find it on my OnlyFans. Um, DM me. <laughs> Um, but I, I do think we made the ultimate right decision. And uh, so that that's it. Marvel Superhero Island is the winner of our first theme park survivor episode of our of Dyslexic. And I think it was the best choice. I, I think we did great. Um, I'm sure we have some listeners who are screaming at us, but uh, of I don't course. Care. I can't hear you. La, 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 la. Um, literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we go. I want to thank you both for being on here so much. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys had fun. I had a great time. Listeners, I hope you had fun. Um, it's such an honor to always have you both whenever you decide to come on or whenever, um, et cetera, and so on. I really appreciate you guys coming on. Um, but before we go, uh, let's do some plugs. Mel, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Sure. Uh, please check out my my Twitter and my TikTok at Mel's Dian, M-E-L-L-S, Dian. Um, I, as far as Twitter goes, I don't know. I tweet about theme park stuff. I tweet for attention. Um, I'm currently participating in some immersive horror games online, and I'm tweeting a little bit about that, although I have to keep a lot of it secret. But if you're into any of that sort of thing, that's where I talk about it. My TikTok is full of shit posting and me trying to look pretty. Uh, if you're interested in that, uh, trying. I mean, I'm trying real hard, man. You always look pretty on your TikToks. Oh. It is impressive. Oh, you have you. one of my favorite, if not my favorite, TikTok page of all time. Oh, Plus, you're—I mean, you're—you're a, you're a TikTok legend at this point, and it's I, ridiculous. I'm not quite at legend status, but I—you can say, say I that. Have found a good aesthetic for me with the lighting in the background. Like, I'm super into what I've been doing. That V2 filter <laughs> in the landscape—I'm addicted to it. I'm literally—I cannot post a video without the V2 filter anymore because it makes my black <laughs> lipstick look so black, and it makes the lights behind me glow. Uh, if any of this sounds appealing, check out my TikTok. <laughs> That's fantastic. And Hunter, do you have anything you like to plug? Sure. If you want to keep up with me, I've been doing this for way too long. You can find me over at <laughs> Grim Grinning Hosts. I'm the lead podcast host over there. I also do uh, two additional podcasts. I am also hosting, if you love Halloween Horror Nights, come and find me over at the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights with my good friend Shelby as well. That's right. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah, congrats on Thanks, that. Thanks, guys. Really looking forward to it. And finally, if you want to hear me talk about Disney in particular, I've been a part of a project for two years now called Dis Order Every Disney Film, where we're looking at each animated Disney film in chronological order and talking about them. So if any of that sounds appealing to you, theme parks, horror, Disney movies, uh, make sure you give me a follow over at Twitter. You can find me at HanBrolo77. That's H-A-N-B-R-O-L-O-7-7. That's the year Star Wars came out. Oh my gosh, I never knew that. And now I like, I feel yeah, like Yeah, Hunter, Hunter is an icon, a shit-posting legend. Give me in the theme park community. We stand so hard. Uh, the amount of people who wanted Dracula to give them money. Anyone you would thrive on TikTok. I was literally just thinking that. I'm like, he would thrive. Because it, it is the exact, his comedy and his shit posting is like the exact thing that TikTok is. I just, and like, he's handsome. Oh. Come on. You guys, too sweet. I don't have the patience for TikTok. I'm sorry. I just can't keep no, up with it. No, not true. 
if I can manage me, the most ADD person I've ever encountered, then anyone can. I'm an old man at the ripe old age of 27. I can't keep up with you kids. Listen, Victor is 29 and he's made one TikTok. That's more than you. Come on, you can do it. (laughs) I'll give it a shot. I think you should. I think you should. I think you would really thrive on there. Um, <laughs> and then as for me, you guys can find me on uh, Twitter at Scott 21 or look up Dyslexic. You can find me on Instagram at Dyslexic96 and you can find me on TikTok at Dyslexic. I just recently reached uh, over a thousand followers and now I'm over 2,000 followers. I don't really know how that happened, um, but I'm excited. So You deserve them all. I, I appreciate I could, it. I wish I could give you some of mine. I don't need them all. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, I really don't know how it happened, but I'm, I'm very proud of myself. I will say that. Um, <laughs> but that's where you can find me. Um, again, thank you two both so much for being on. I'm so glad I could have you on. Um, and thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Dyslexic. Uh, a huge thank you to both of my guests, like I already said. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, you can find all of season one and all of season two um, and season one of Ultimate Imagineer, my theme park-based reality show, all on the uh, major podcast platforms, so Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, etc., and so on. If you really, really like this episode, um, then please spread the word with your family and friends and give us a rating on your podcast platform um, that you prefer. <laughs> I would greatly appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, once again, thank you all for joining us. I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this new type of uh, debate episode. And remember to wash your hands, social distance, and take care of your mental health because that's the most important right now. So, with that all being said, I hope you have a great night, and I will see you all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.